0: Do you accept the coaster challenge? Yes, accept the coaster challenge. Do you accept the coaster challenge? Coaster Challenge podcast is here. It's time to face your fears. Get that
1: theme park therapy and
0: let us go through. Coaster Challenge is podcast is here. Your fear can disappear. We know that theme park therapy can drive all your tears. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? Yes, I accept the Coaster
1: Challenge. Do you accept the Coaster Challenge? We accept cuz you know we're not average. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge podcast. A journey where people become fearful to fearless all from riding roller coasters. So please secure your hats and glasses and keep your hands and arms inside the podcast. It's time to accept the coaster challenge with your hosts, Andrew Locke. Hi everyone. This is Andrew, one of the producers of the Coaster Challenge podcast. Today, I've got a enthusiast guest with me to chat today. Welcome to the podcast, Katie's Coasters. Hi, Katie. Hey everyone. Hi. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: Doing great. Doing great. Thanks. So to start off with, Katie, uh, why don't you tell us? And in fact, I don't know a whole lot about you, which is just (laughs) fine, you know, it's good. This is a great way to get to know people, so here we are. Uh, Just tell us and myself about yourself and your experience covering coasters.
0: Oh, for sure. Okay, so I'm Katie, also known as Katie's Coasters here on social media all across the platforms. And I grew up all my life in Pennsylvania and my home theme park is actually Hershey Park. I've been there quite a bit now. But um, I've always just grown up going to theme parks, riding coasters. It was always my dad's thing, just taking me to theme parks. He thought it was a great just time to get away, just father and daughter moment. So he always took me to Dutch Wonderland. And I went there many times at the age of like four through six. And we went there all the time. I actually rode my first like, quote unquote, big roller coaster there, Kingdom Coaster. Um so we went there a lot and then just through the years I just grew up loving and loving coasters and theme parks more and more. So that's how that basically advanced. But like I said, I live in Pennsylvania. I am one of three siblings. I'm actually the middle child, so that's that's fun, I guess. <laughs> um I grew up in a Christian household and I just love all things social media, um theme park and roller coaster stuff obviously. I also do like drag racing and uh yeah, I'm actually only 15 years old. So I'm one of the newbies and young um, creators here in the community, but I really love this. And it's just an awesome place for me to share my passion for travel, coasters, theme parks, etc. I just really love it. So that's
1: awesome. That's awesome. I sense a lot of positivity in your voice. And now yeah. you're expressing yourself, which is awesome. I love positive people. <laughs> I've got to be very positive. I learned to be more and more positive over the years myself, and uh, I love that. And a couple of things to unpack from what you mentioned. So yeah. uh, you mentioned Home Parks uh, Hershey. So, yes. you know, we've interviewed quite a few people here on the podcast here now in season three, well into season three, and uh, all over the country, you know, Florida, where I'm faced, California, Midwest, Ohio, uh, I think, you know, New York, New Jersey, just, just all over it, international even as well. But I don't think we've had too many people from Pennsylvania, which is interesting because there's a lot of parks, as you know, in Pennsylvania. It's got a high density of parks and great parks, you know, Hershey, uh, Knoebels, Kennywood, amongst others, some of those, you know, uh, Dorney, etc. So it's nice to have someone because generally what happens is when you have someone on whatever their home park is, they tend to talk more about their home park, some of their favorites in the home parks and their stories. And, and again, because we've not had any on from uh, Pennsylvania, we really haven't had many Hershey Park stories. And I've been there myself. It's a great park. Uh, I was just there for the last time, most recent time last year. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of my favorites is, th- is at that, that park. I won't say what it is, just don't have to bias you, <laughs> but uh, you might guess what it is. Um, but <laughs> anyways, um, but yeah, it's a great park. And you know, again, Pennsylvania has some great parks, great coasters. And yes. um, uh, as part of that trip that I did last year, it was a road trip. As again, I live in Florida and I hit a lot of parks in Pennsylvania, uh, some that I've been to before, uh, but quite a few new ones to me. And I, I didn't get to all the parks there. Again, there's a lot. is uh, mm-hmm. another great park in Pennsylvania that I did hit. Uh, and um, but, you know, anyways, you know, it's another reason to do another road trip to get more of them and go back to for some favorites. Sure. But yeah, for sure. Now, you said you're 15. Um, given your age, have you been involved with or were you ever involved with either Coaster Kids or Thrills United? I have
0: not been no but I've heard of them.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then I got to ask cuz uh you know again I'm I'm really passionate like you about travel not just coasters yeah. and parks but you mentioned another one something related to another one of my big hobbies which is cars. Yeah. You mentioned drag racing and you're 15. So <laughs> first of all, how does it work with you being 15 and drag racing?
0: So I'm actually not involved um in a Sorry. Let me refuse that. Um, I'm actually (laughs) not involved in drag racing myself, but I'm just a huge fan of the NHRA drag racing sport. It's like the world's fastest cars and they just bring such an adrenaline rush, kind of like coasters. Right. I love just all things, adrenaline junkie type things. I like coasters. And then I also like NHRA drag racing. So these top fuel dragsters go zero to 330 miles per hour in like 3.6 seconds. So like, I just love traveling the country to go see these races every year. It's so awesome. I love it, but
1: nice, nice. Now, you know, I'm guessing since you travel, you know, around the country, I'm guessing there's other members of your family, perhaps your parents that are also fans of this.
0: Oh, yes. So you mean drag racing or coasters or both? Well, uh,
1: well both for, yeah, for that okay. matter. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah, my dad has always just been into traveling and kind of all my family, actually. So like I said, he grew up taking me to theme parks and the more he realized that i just love this we actually fell in love with it together so like we just grew up doing parks in the area and then he was like wait we need to branch out and check out all these other awesome amusement parks all around the world so once we did that we just fell in love with it and we're like okay this is something really cool we can do um so we've been like everywhere from obviously pennsylvania the whole east coast south to california midwest pretty much everywhere but yeah nice.
1: Now have you been outside the US yet?
0: Um not officially but I've actually I've been <laughs> on a cruise in 2019 and I rode the one roller coaster in Labadee Haiti it's like the mountain coaster so that's like my first out of country coaster credit but
1: Oh yeah. nice that's that's quite quite uh, an unusual and unique one to get yeah. that's a good Actually, it's so funny you bring that up. Uh, A friend of mine that's actually here visiting, a couple friends of mine that are visiting here here in Orlando this week. uh, They're from Ohio. They're big time enthusiast friends of mine. Uh, They were just talking when they arrived and I picked them up at at the MCO airport uh, a few days ago that uh, they're planning a cruise, Royal Caribbean, uh, out to Labadee. Because Labadee, I'm sure, I'm assuming you went on Royal Caribbean, right? Because Labadee is their private beach yeah. yeah yeah so they're planning a um a cruise on a ship that i've been on many times i'm a big royal caribbean cruiser big oh, yeah. love Royal. uh That's they're awesome. great cruise line and uh yeah they're planning on going in the independence to okay. labadie out of miami yes. and 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 and, and, they're, and they love cruising they've been on many yeah. cruises but they're awesome. they're their, their deciding factor to go on that their itinerary is because they can get that coaster credit. yeah it's, <laughs> so, it's such a beautiful one and, too. i uh,
0: love the view it's gorgeous. Absolutely. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to be not on that same cruise, but uh, next year I've got uh, a couple of cruises to Labadee and I'm actually about to book another one. looks like it's going to go to Labadee. <laughs> so I'm definitely yes. going to get that credit. And then I also am going to get next year on um, the carnival, uh, okay. both the celebration of Mardi Gras. I'm getting both of those Mauer coasters, uh, the spike cool. coasters. So getting those, those flex creds, if you will, but yes. uh, yeah, yes. travel is great and fun. So, oh, I know. Uh, but very cool that you're, so I'm assuming Going back to the drag racing thing, that yeah. one of the things coaster-wise that you love is you love launch coasters.
0: Oh, I do. For the longest right. time, King Ka yeah. Six Flags Great Adventure was my number one coaster. And I'm sad that it's not nice. anymore, but it's still, like, one of my most special coasters and one of my most favorite coasters. Because, like, that launch, it literally never gets old, like – so good
1: oh yeah oh yeah it's a powerful launch for sure for yeah. sure that makes a lot of sense awesome and we'll and we'll talk more about your your current favorite and what that what yeah, that is yeah. it's obviously not getting done anymore <laughs> here in a little bit but uh, yeah. interesting that's really cool you're into cars and drag racing now you're 15 you're gonna have your license pretty soon are you kind of maybe not right away when you get your license but looking forward to you know eventually as you grow you know into your 20s and you know yeah. on your own and you know in your career and stuff you know getting mm-hmm. sports cars and things like that or
0: don't know yet i honestly don't um expect getting my license right away i'm kind of just going to be laid back for a little i don't have the desire to really jump on driving okay obviously yeah do it down the road but i don't have the desire quite yet but we'll see how it goes gotcha
1: gotcha okay all right that's cool that's cool you'll figure (laughs) things out for sure for sure well thanks for giving me an overview of yourself and uh again i know you're Obviously, very fairly, fairly new to coasters because you're you know you're fairly young, but yeah. obviously got a lot of passion, which I, I love seeing that passion. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So, so, the next thing we talk about in all of our interviews, this next section, which you're probably familiar with, is what we call our fear journey. Oh, yeah. Uh, and well, in this case, it's your fear journey. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk your fear journey. And of course, you know, to, to start with, um, uh, you know, what coaster would you say has scared you the most like okay. in your life, the one that yes. scared you the most?
0: So fun fact. Since I've basically grown up with coasters and stuff, I've never been actually one of those people that's been terrified of coasters. Like I always enjoyed them and wanted more, but throughout my coaster journey, I would ride any coaster, but when it came to this one coaster, I was like, "Uh, maybe not yet. I'll just wait a little. Not yet, Dad. We'll see. Um, (laughs) So the one that scared me the most, and I was actually shaking, waiting in line to ride it, but I was like, once I ride it, I can ride anything. It was actually Top Thrill Dragster at Cedar Point.
1: Really? Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I mean, so that, that makes a lot of sense. So did you ride top thrill before Kingda Ka? I did. Yes. Okay. So that makes sense then. And, and so I rode it when
0: I was like nine or 10, so I was still
1: fairly. Okay. Long, you but, were very young. Yeah, yeah. You were very young. Okay. So because of what you went through, which we'll talk more about in a moment with yeah. top thrill, does that mean that when you rode well, let me ask you this: How soon after Top Thrill you rode that for the first time? How soon after that did you ride King Dakar?
0: Um, it was like the year the year after, so just the year after.
1: Okay, so next year, yeah. not too long after. <laughs> so that year later, after going through and facing your ultimate fears that you've had thus far in your life on Top Thrill, did you basically kind of what was it a walk in the park, so to speak, to ride to get on King Dakar the first time?
0: Yeah, I actually fell in love with Top Thrill Dragster just two rides after, and I could not wait to get on Ping to come. Like, it's even taller, it's even faster. I'm like, I cannot wait. So, I was okay. so excited. Got it. But yeah, nice, nice.
1: <laughs> okay, now you, you mentioned something there that you fell in love with Top Thrill Dragster from the two yes. rides after your first one.
0: Yeah, Is the first mean- ride. I was still processing yeah. what was happening. Like, I feel like no okay. one ever understands what the ride feels like the first ride. So the second ride, it was like, okay, I know what to expect. And then I really could feel the ride experience. And it was just, wow, that was incredible.
1: Okay. So, so when you walk, let's say when you got off the ride, you're back on ground again. Yeah. After that first one, you were still processing. You were still like, wow. Yeah, there's exactly. so much.
0: And my right. dad was like, let's get, right. let's get back in line. And I was like, sure, I'll try it again. So, and then after that, I just fell in love with it. It was incredible.
1: Okay. Now, when you got back in line and when you got on the ride again, because obviously there's a lot of anticipation before the launch, were you scared that second time or were you like, okay, hey, I'm ready for this?
0: The thing that got me the most at that point was the anticipation. It was nothing else. But at this point, I don't even care about the anticipation. I'm just like, bring it on. I can't. Right. It. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So you conquered your fears on top Thrill dragster again, that's not nothing wrong with this. But if if we were to do like the family view, the survey says yeah. surveying all of our guests. Uh, looking back at all of our interviews, I don't remember them all. I I didn't do them all. I've done a lot of them, but I can tell you that Top Thrill is one of the top. It would be, it might be the survey says number one answer, if you will, Family wow. Um, If not, it's either that one or X two. I think are the oh, top. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're in good company. You're in very good company. <laughs> so so you conquered your fears on that. You've not had you know that kind of fear or anything like that since. Yeah. So how did conquering your fears on Top Thrill? How did that impact your life? what was insignificant about it
0: I would say that basically just gave me the jump to say hey if i can ride the most extreme coaster in the world i can ride anything else and that just opened the door for me to be like hey i want to ride every other coaster in the country like this or any other coaster in general basically
1: nice nice yeah so it really just propelled your your yeah. um
0: and i love just got loving
1: being yeah. an enthusiast and all that yeah. being a forward got it yeah. got it so d- would you say that Conquering your fears on top of the dragster, did it affect you in other parts of your life and any beyond the parks, beyond coasters in terms of facing fears? Can you think of anything that sticks out like that?
0: Not really, honestly. I've never been that fearful of a person, but that just helped me jump and love coasters more, I feel like, but that's about it.
1: Okay. So you, it's very possible and you may never know this and that's fine, yeah. given that you're fairly young, you know, nine, 10 years old, <laughs> yeah. conquering that fear. Cause that's, you know, I, again, I don't have a record of all the ages and a lot of times <laughs> things don't come up, yeah. but you know, for a lot of people that we've had on this, on this podcast, you know, they conquered their fear later teenager or even even as an adult or in their 20s or or whatever the case may be it wasn't always you know as young as you and and that's great that's fine but it's very possible that by conquering your fears of coasters and this big you know intimidating fear in general at so young you may have kind of trained your brain to be able to deal better with generalized anxiety That where you haven't experienced it because of riding top thrill and facing that's your fears. True. So and that's a great thing. If that's the case, yeah. there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. It's great. So but any case that's great. That's great. So, OK, so can you talk about this? Forget about fears, just moving beyond fears, just in general, um, how have coasters had a positive impact on you?
0: Well, yeah, just like I said um, multiple times, just growing up, spending time just with my dad one-on-one at theme parks, I feel like coasters just brought our bond together just a lot closer, Um, and they've just really brought happiness and joy to my life. Just the adrenaline and the thrill of coasters, I couldn't find that anywhere else, so I just really fell in love with coasters, and um, hold on. but yeah actually two years back um i've always like i said grown up riding coasters but two years back in 2021 is when the turning point for my coaster love just like boosted to the roof because i've always loved coasters i've always been just a coaster lover i wouldn't qualify myself as an enthusiast till two years ago and mm-hmm. two years ago i found out that there was this huge community for theme park and roller coaster lovers just like me and when i found that out i was like hey i need to be one of them i need to make my own account and start my own journey sharing my um, adventures okay. because before i never knew that there was like this whole separate community with coaster people and i thought that was like the coolest thing out ever just sharing our love and passion for these thrill machines so back in 2021 I started the Katie's Coasters brand actually in January of 2021. So not even that long ago, not even two years, but something told me, Hey, I have such a strong passion for this. I need to take this to the next level. So I started my Instagram account and it just like, Blew up. I was like, "No way!" People want to follow my journey and see me ride <laughs> coasters. Like that was just the coolest thing ever. And then I converted my YouTube channel from what was Katie's Cool Creations to Katie's Coasters, and that boosted a lot. So ever since then, I've been just trying to make the best possible coaster and theme park content I could make, and just share my adventures and theme parks in a positive way. So that
1: That's changed awesome. my life a That's lot. Awesome. I and love it. I love it.
0: It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I would not
1: take it. That's great. It. That's great. Yeah, no, I mean, I I can relate. Uh, You know, I I got involved with Coaster Challenge before we even created a podcast. This was back. We're still just a YouTube channel back in 2018 when I first met David shortly thereafter. So it's been, you know, five years now. And, uh, you know, the number of people that I've met either directly, you know, say interviewing people like yourself or just going to media events or just, you know, my social media presence, going going to parks just to create content, generate content for the channel. Like when I went to China uh, back in 2019 and just all the different people I've met made some amazing friends, uh, like the friends I mentioned earlier that are going to plan on taking this Royal Caribbean cruise. They are some of my closest friends, dearest friends. And yeah, we met because of coasters, but we've now connected on other levels and we're, we're very, very close. We're like family. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I have several friends like that. I've got friends all over the world. <laughs> because of Coaster, so I, I can totally relate, it, it's such, yeah. it's, a I mean, hobbies in general are great, they're important to have, mm-hmm. and, you know, not everyone has real hobbies, some people just kind of just watch TV, you know, yeah. and yeah. hey, you know, if you're happy, you're happy, but for those exactly. that really yeah. pursue these passions, yeah. the hobbies, to me, a, ho- a really good hobby is a passion, they're, they're one and I the agree. same, they really can be, and and when we get into these passions in life, it really propels our life forward, oh, uh, for sure. We, yeah, we get positivity out of it we social connections yeah, friends yeah. and just experiences just everything ties together it's just a synergistic great awesome thing so yeah so yeah so like you there. said about the people the people
0: yeah. honestly is one of the best things about this community they're just so supportive i've met some of my best friends in this community because of roller coasters it's so yep. crazy how just a roller coaster can bring friends and people together it is so incredible I would never take any of this for granted the opportunities that this hobby has just brought has been so life-changing and I'm so thankful for it but yeah
1: Absolutely, and and yeah, it's a it, it's a great community. I mean, yeah, there are any community has its bad apples, For and sure, yeah. problems, and you know we won't name names, <laughs> but I mean you probably you're probably thinking the same people I'm thinking of, but but you know <laughs> overall though, I mean, and and I've had I've gotten drawn into controversies myself, and not necessarily because of the coasters, but you know just because of the the problem. It's not so much the community. Yeah. It's not the people; it's the fact that social media gets tied in, exactly. because social media can cause problems as well. Instagram, not so much, but it's more Facebook and Twitter that have been problematic for a lot of people, including myself at times. But that's kind of again, it's not the coasters; it's not the people; it's just you know, it's Social media can both bring out the best and worst in people. Yeah, I think is the way sure. to put it, and I think I think that's getting better though. At least for me, I've kind of learned to just. You know, if I if they run into a problem, person block them. It's all about yes. You know, you yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know and, and and you know, and just and also, I've I've also learned. I, I used to be the kind of person that would share, you know, would be very opinionated on social media mm-hmm. and about various topics, even including politics and things like that. And I've just learned, you know, what, it's just not worth it anymore. I mean, yeah. yeah, I can have my opinions, I still do, and I'll talk to my friends about them offline. <laughs> but I've really try to for the most part focus just on positivity on social media just things I'm excited about things I'm doing coasters travels you know whatever it may be and occasionally the only problem I still run into this just happened about a week ago and you know who you are if you're listening um is is I'll post something positive Mm -hmm. and the jealous people show up Oh, and yeah. they start being negative and i have zero i have a zero tolerance policy for that mm-hmm. The must be nice crowd and that person in particular I won't name who they are uh they are actually a former guest of this podcast though oh. um they got blocked uh, instantly yeah. blocked and i was super pissed at them because they i consider them a friend and you know i will not have my positivity tarnished because of someone else's exactly. jealous of their issues yeah. but again you know, all these issues, these are minor. They very rarely happen, thankfully. And like, like you've talked about, it's so much positivity. I've met some of the most amazing people I've yes. in my life because of this community, in this community. Yeah. Uh, I, and and I, I, it's not something I'm going to go into, but, but in particular, um, one friend that I have in this community because of Coaster's. Has changed my life. It's not, you know, we're not, it's not like we're a couple or anything like that, so <laughs> that, but yeah. it's just got me into other hobbies and other and things that have changed my life and, and for the better. And, yeah, and sure. it's just the dynamics of when you meet people, amazing things can happen, oh, you know, yeah. when you get totally. out there. So anyway, a lot of positive stuff overall, which is what, what matters. And I'm glad to see that's been the case for yeah. you. So. And another so, thing
0: with that yeah. is since I have been homeschooled all my life and I still am just growing up homeschooled, i never really had that social life and friends from school that I've always like wanted. So yeah. I've had some close friends here and there, but I've never had that many friends I could connect with every single day on a daily basis but whenever I started this Katie's Coasters brand just the popularity not that I'm doing this for the popularity but I've never (laughs) been one of the most popular ones out there but because I started this just the friendships and the I don't know how you want to say it but my name just being out there just having this amount of a following has just been one of the best things ever. Like I can have so many friends I can count on and they're just some of the best people ever. And this has just been so life-changing for me. I still am in complete shock, but I seriously love everything about this. It is so awesome, but that's
1: yeah. great. That's great. Now I, I, I don't know you personally, we've only had a couple of, you know, very limited interactions just <laughs> over Instagram before talking today, yeah. but I sense that you're, you are—you seem like a very outgoing person, and you mentioned that prior to the coasters and, and meeting other enthusiasts and every, all that yeah. great stuff, that you didn't—you only had a few friends. You weren't, you know. yeah. So I'm going to guess that you have become more outgoing because of this hobby. I have. Am I correct? Yeah. Um, Okay.
0: Quite frankly, I am an introvert, and I'm not that social. Like, you can ask my family, you can ask my friends, but this coaster and YouTube and social media thing has pushed me to be more social and more outgoing. Because I know if I'm not social, no one's going to want to listen to me. No one's going to want to watch me. Because if I can't talk to a camera, who's going to want to watch that person? So this has really (laughs) pushed me out to be the best me. I feel like, and just be outgoing and really share my deep down personality. And I love that.
1: Nice. Nice. That's great. I mean, I, I've gone through something similar. I wouldn't, I I wouldn't say that I've ever been an introvert, but I've definitely not been as extroverted as I am now and have been over the past few years. And I credit two things, I think that are both related to the community. Uh, that may be an extra one is, is being a part of Coaster Challenge, especially, you know, hosting a podcast and hosting, you know, done meetups and things like that with with, with Coaster Challenge and, you know, speaking in front of crowds. And, I, and I've done other things with my, my job, you know, where I've talked like groups of people of like 40 people plus for like a whole week long and done presentations. And so I, over the years, I have just put myself more out there, just given the nature of the work that I do. Uh, but the other thing is is I think the facing the fears on the coasters, yeah. You know, one of the common fears that people have is public speaking and yeah. putting yourself out there, you know, be not, you know, being afraid of embarrassing yourself or, yeah. you know, things like that. And I think a lot of those fears kind of start going away just by facing fears on coasters and just getting oh, out sure. there. Yeah, So, because yeah. if
0: you would have told me a few years ago to go to a theme park vlog in front of just people everywhere, I would have said, no, I can't do that. But I literally pushed myself because of this hobby to vlog in public and do all of this crazy stuff. And really, it has been so amazing for me. And I love it so much. So if you want to call that a fear, I guess, public speaking or just putting myself out there, that would be, I guess, my main fear. But yeah, posters yeah. Yeah. have definitely helped me overcome that. So.
1: Clearly, I can tell that just from talking. <laughs> to him, that's great, and and it's a very common fear, and and yeah. so that so actually, you kind of answered one of my earlier questions. You kind of you thought you didn't have an answer for it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you actually, yeah, You, I mean, you probably recognize what I'm I getting at right like there. Like you know, that. I asked yeah. you about did it, did it facing fears on coasters help with other areas, and you maybe yeah. didn't make the connection until now. But there, yeah, there yeah. you go. With, yep. with public speaking. So yeah, there you go. Now, you also mentioned that, you know, it, you and your dad got very close, you know, going to parks, traveling. So first of all, so you mentioned you had two siblings. So your other siblings, or your siblings, I should say, yeah. they, they're they not really interested in the parks and coasters? Or Well,
0: actually, my brother... He wasn't always into them at a young age. I always fell in love with coasters sooner than he did. But we were like, hey, Wes, you should ride... That's his name, Wes. Uh, (laughs) We pushed him to ride Nitro at Great Adventure. And it took him a while to finally say, okay, I'll ride this. But once he rode it, he was like, okay, these are pretty cool. And then he also rode his first looping coaster there. So eventually he did enjoy riding coasters. He's like, hey, what's the big deal? I'll ride them. So he does enjoy them, but he doesn't enjoy them to the extent my dad and I do. So he'll go on some trips here and there, but he's not like, Oh, I have to go to every park just like we do. And then right. my, so he's like 17. And then my younger sister, she's seven. And she sees what I do. And she's like, I have to ride every coaster. Like Katie, I need to make a <laughs> coaster account. She's like, I can't wait to ride an RMC. Cause you only had to be 48 inches. Right. So she's like all excited. She cannot wait. So, so she's going to be like you
1: a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. right. And like, that excites, excites you. I bet. What does that excite you that your oh, little sister yes. is going to be like your prodigy or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's kind of cool. I mean, that you're, you know, you're, you, because I'm speaking very stereotypically here, but typically, you know, guys, especially teenagers, you know, they're, they're the ones that are fearless and yeah. here you are, you're a couple years younger than your brother yep. and you're the one that faced your fears sooner. And so that's yeah. got to feel good that you were, you were like the <laughs> the one that really pushed ahead of, of the, yeah. all your siblings. And yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah um yeah and the other thing is so you you know obviously you mentioned your your dad you and your dad are very close so okay. would you say all the travels you've done and having this this very positive shared hobby that has really gotten you guys very close
0: oh for sure i definitely think it has but in general we're just very like-minded people we're just on the same wavelength like i don't know yeah. it's crazy how much i'm like him but then we also both love coasters so when we travel together brought us even closer and just sharing this hobby with him together has just made us grown together so much and I seriously love it so much I would never take it for granted it is so awesome because he enjoys coasters just as much as I do probably not as much because I love them so much but um we've just really enjoyed spending this time together just traveling and riding coasters it's been awesome
1: that's awesome that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I love to say, I mean, I don't have this experience myself. Like when I was like, when I was a kid before I faced my fears and I was still afraid of going upside down. That was my big fear. Uh, my dad back then when I, you know, he was in his what thirties or so then, or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, 40s. uh, he rode all kinds of coasters. He would ride everything. Uh, but then by the time I got into Coasters, is, you know, he was still reasonably young, but he just kind of got kind of out of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I never had that, that kind of bond. And I, I'm a, I'm an only child on top of that too, oh, okay. but I, yeah, which is fine. I'm totally fine with that. But, uh, I've met a lot of, a lot of people, uh, either friends with the parents or friends with the kids or, you know, yeah. the, or, or vice or both, um, a lot of father, sons, father, daughters, yeah. mother, sons. Um, I have many friends like that. Uh and where they really are close because they both were passionate are passionate about coasters traveling Passion. all over so and and they tend to be very they get along they have great families, they have good family values, and then they you know they they don't get into trouble and they have good lives, they have good jobs and they and they excel and and so that you have the coasters that glue. That mm-hmm. keeps families together and bonded in a world where you know, not to get too socio, mm-hmm. you know, economic or whatever, but like <laughs> in the world we live in today, you know, especially the U.S., like yeah. there's so much of the family bond is broken down. Social media and and challenges of the economy and both, you know, father and and mother or two fathers, whatever it is, you know, both both parents working and you know long hours and all these problems, uh, and and you know with the bonds that that coasters and the traveling that goes with it creates and all that time spent together uh it's some of the best family bonds i've seen in my life oh i agree Um. yes
0: the memories will last forever it's truly a valuable experience i i I really love it so and i can definitely say um because of my dad if it wasn't for him i would never be into coasters like seriously it's so crazy. And he was actually the one to push me to be like, hey, there's some of these other coaster content creators, maybe with all this traveling, you should try that too. And I was like, yeah, oh, I don't know. And then my passion just grew stronger. And I'm like, okay, you're right, dad. So that's, that's <laughs> what I'm doing. And if it wasn't for him, I would not be here. So Awesome. Thank him a lot for all
1: of That's that. That's very cool. Very cool. So let's go ahead and shift gears and, and kind of the middle section of the interview is kind of kind of the fun section <laughs> where we kind of get into some usually interesting stories and and, and and you know favorites and things like that. So the first question, usually this is interesting answers to this one, <laughs> is what has been your craziest moment on a coaster?
0: Okay. So if you were to ask me this like a month ago, I'd be like. I don't know but <laughs> so we made a recent visit just a few weeks ago to king's dominion and i visited this, this park multiple times i think you already might know where this is going i don't know okay um, yeah i think so, I think so. <laughs> and we obviously rode intimidator 305 because that's like their main coaster attraction there and yep. i was like okay people call this the most intense coaster i'm like we'll see how intense it is so i was like as we went up the lift hill i told myself i'm going to figure out how to black out on this coaster so as soon as we went up the lift hill i just started hyperventilating and as soon as we crested that first drop (laughs) i held my breath and i swear that turnaround it just took me out i lost my vision i lost complete consciousness i was genuinely terrified with what was happening because i never experienced that before and i just woke up 20 seconds later at a different spot on the track and i'm like what just happened and <laughs> one of the times i did it the whole way to the break run and i have a photo from the photo section of me just completely knocked out it is so hilarious wow. but that is the most crazy experience i think i've ever experienced in my life hands down
1: so- yeah that's pretty wild i knew your story to me by 305 as you as you were guessing <laughs> yes so okay so a couple things so so you said you're hyperventilated
0: yeah like everyone okay. Like I even had my other friends there try that, and it worked for every single one of them. So if you're listening and you want to blackout on I three o five, hyperventilate up the lift hill, and then as soon as you drop, hold your breath, and it will do it. I'm telling you, it will do it. It's crazy.
1: Okay, but so holding. Okay, I've heard the hold your breath yeah. trick, and I've tried it, and it hasn't worked for me. But holding one's breath and hyperventilating are two different things. Oh, so yeah. can you like? The so
0: hyperventilating- you're saying
1: hyperventilating uh, up, going up the lift hill, and then yes. hold your breath. Yeah, ah, so okay, that's the whole the way up, okay.
0: hyperventilate, and then stop hyperventilating, and then hold your breath, because apparently hyperventilating oh, okay. puts your body into, like, shock mode or right, something where right. you're, like, panicking, so, right. like, holding your breath is just, like, the cherry on top, and then you're gone. It's crazy. Okay, so
1: I didn't <laughs> I didn't have the first part of it. I would not heard the first part of it. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Now, is this your first time riding i305?
0: No, I actually rode it back when I was uh, nine years old as well, so... It was one of my first. Okay, so this too. is this your
1: first time trying the hyperventilation. The hy- trick?
0: yeah, yeah, blacking out thing.
1: Got it, got yeah. it. Now, by the way, when you were there on this recent visit about a month ago, did you meet up with any local enthusiasts by chance? Uh,
0: we met up with Aiden. I don't know his username. Adrian hey Aiden Hegens, or something. Oh, like renegans Aiden, Aiden yeah, Aiden, yeah, Aiden, yeah, 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 yeah. Aiden's been on there, this podcast. He he's a friend there, of mine. So, yeah, yeah, he's a he's friend of mine. Cool. Yeah, 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 Aiden's
1: a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, now gotcha. I was just curious because. I've got some uh, local friends that live in, they're basically, their home park technically is Bush Gardens Williamsburg because they oh, live okay. in Williamsburg. But um, in particular, the younger of these two, it's a father-son, again, one oh, of those nice. examples I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the son, he is, a cra- he is crazy about RMC. And so <laughs> he loves Twisted Timbers, but he does love oh, ICO5. Yes. And he was the one why well, I, I met up with him and his father So their uh, father's Scott and the son's Dylan Dylan's been on the podcast here actually uh this season and um Dylan was teaching me the trick uh of the the, the holding one's breath yeah. but didn't know about the hyperventilating so actually I'm going to message yeah. him when we're done with this interview and say Dylan you oh, know yes. did you know about the hyperventilating part it's of life-changing
0: yes yeah, so, like yeah, yeah
1: yeah you yeah. might even yeah. know so interesting interesting <laughs> uh so okay all right that, that's a, that's also a good talking about comment.
0: twisted timbers yeah honestly i i visited kings kings of Mania multiple times um yeah. before and twisted timbers just never really did much for me i was like it's an okay ride but then when we went back this year again from riding all of the other rmcs that i've ridden it really showed me in the hot summer sun how insane this rmc can get like the airtime is incredible oh yeah oh, this yeah. ride it just like is so good compared to most other coasters in general out there like it yeah it, it tops a lot of things i've made main,
1: i've mainly ridden twisted timbers in the hotter weather not yeah. super hot but hotter you know 70s 80s you know warming up and you know and, yeah. and not first ride of the day you know that kind of thing <laughs> later in the day so yeah and, it, and it's actually twisted timbers is my favorite smaller RMC, like you know more that. compact yeah. RMC. I yeah. and this is this is maybe a hot take, but I'm known for taking my hot takes. Oh yeah. Um I think Twisted Timbers is better than Air Force One. I'm I proudly wow. say that. So I
0: mean, <laughs> hey it's your opinion. I can see it. But yeah, it's definitely a great ride for sure. Yeah
1: I just like the airtime I, I like the layout of it. I like certain elements of it better. Yeah. Air Force One's still a great coaster but I just like twisted timbers yeah. better. So but <laughs> Anyways, but uh, okay. Have all you right. ridden
0: Wildcat yet at Hershey? No,
1: uh, yeah, Hershey, of course. No, I, I went to Hershey okay. last summer. Oh, that's I right. need to go back. I just, I didn't do a Northeast trip this year because I just did one last year. Yeah. So maybe next year. Um, or the year after more likely. Yeah, but I will, I will get up there.
0: I do want to talk about that a little bit since Hershey park has been my home park just all my life. I only live an hour there, hour from there. But the thing is we never used to visit it that much because my dad and I was like, their coaster collection really isn't that good. They may have a lot of coasters, but to us, Cedar point was better. Great adventure was better. Other parks in the area were just better. And Hershey was like, ah, The quote-unquote mid-park, I know I'll get a lot of hate for that, but I'm telling you, as soon as they got Wildcat's Revenge, that put Hershey Park on the map. I'm telling you, that ride, there is not many rides like that. It is incredible, and it actually makes Hershey Park's lineup something to go to Hershey Park for. So, I really love Wildcat, and now Storm Runner's good. I got to appreciate that ride. Fahrenheit's okay, I'm not a huge fan of Skyrush. I'm sorry, guys, but it, it's an it's an okay ride. Just the the restraints are just like, ugh, I don't know. I just don't like the restraints. So,
1: okay, I get it. I, press. I,
0: I love the yeah. ejector airtime and and the intensity. Like, I cannot deny you that it yeah. has both of those, but the restraints are just like, wow, they're really painful. I
1: get it. And there are tricks uh, that I've, I've used successfully, like not, not hyperventilating, but, you know, along those lines, <laughs> yeah. tricks you learn from other enthusiasts. Um yeah. That I think work on sky rush where I really haven't felt the thigh pressure. It's riding in the wing seat and putting like if you're in the left wing seat, putting your right foot or leg up on the platform to brace yourself and to keep the restraint up. That works for me, and would work in the right wing seat using your left leg. Um, It it works for me. I I have pretty strong thighs. You know, I walk a lot, so I mean that helps too probably. But um, but all that said, we don't talk. We don't tend to talk a lot about rumors. On this podcast, like you know, especially controversial ones or ones that are yeah. sensitive. But I I feel comfortable talking about this one. I just heard this one, I think yesterday. Okay. Have you heard the rumor about the changes that are coming to Sky Rush? I have not. So, rumor has it that <laughs> as soon as maybe even next year, okay, Sky Rush will be getting Velocicoaster style restraints. That would be incredible. So that and that ride. That I mean, it's already very high ranking in my list. Yeah, I can see that. Because, again, I use that trick. But with those style restraints, that could be wild. Yeah. That would be.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I definitely can see how the ride experience or the ride itself is like a coaster enthusiast dream. From the airtime, the first drop, the intensity, it like packs a punch the whole way through. So I can definitely see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Skyrush and i305 technically should not exist. They both should I, not I, yeah, exist. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree. They're, both, they're both too intense, in air quotes. But <laughs> So, yeah, and you mentioned Wildcat. I've heard a lot of good things about Wildcat. Um, a so number good. of my friends have ridden it. Uh, I'd say it's
0: like people. Iron Gwazi of the North, for sure, easily.
1: Yeah, yeah. A couple of people have had some negative things, but overall, most people seem to be positive. So, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I, I do <laughs> like Hershey. I, I, love, I do love Skyrush. So I think, you know, especially once those new restraints get added, if that rumor is correct, that, that'll be even more uh, incentivization for me to go back up there and, and hit some other parks and, and go there. So yeah. for sure, for sure. So my next question, and I think I, I sometimes like to play a guessing game. So <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to try doing a guessing game here. Okay. So you mentioned earlier. So my next question is about your favorite <laughs> coaster. So don't Ooh, say yeah. what it is yet. You mentioned earlier <laughs> that Kingda Ka <laughs> used to be your favorite.
0: For the longest time. Yeah. right
1: yeah right okay now when it no longer was your favorite you got a new favorite is that new favorite you got then is that still your favorite
0: Yes or
1: do you have another like have you no, it, changed favorite it, like it's you still don't the
0: new any. favorite
1: yeah so okay so when when did it no longer be, when was it no longer your favorite when did you get your latest favorite
0: <laughs> March of this year
1: okay so I <laughs> I'm guessing that wildcat is your new. No. 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 Actually, no. That was that might have been too. Oh, wait. Wait a that second. Air Force One. That 1? was
0: June when it opened.
1: Air, that's right. It was later. Yeah. Air Force One. Yeah.
0: Air- no, not Airy Force. That opened in March, though. But
1: okay, I, I'm going to give up on guessing. I'm not going to play the whole podcast. You're guessing. <laughs> all right, I give up. Okay, all right. Okay. I, I thought I might be able to guess yours. What What is your number one?
0: So up until this very year in March, I have never visited any Universal Park, and my dad was like, "We are going down to Universal. It is the so Velocicoaster. Up here. Is yes, you got one. it.
1: Okay, very good. Very it's good. It's not I that I don't
0: like to Call less. It's just Velocicoaster." Velocicoaster showed me that it is the perfect definition of a roller coaster, from the theming, yeah. the ride experience, just everything. It might not be as intense or thrilling, you could say, as Ka, but just the whole experience, the vibe, I just think it is the most perfect coaster out there. And I'm like, that is definitely number one worthy. So, uh, and no, I, love I, mean... the, I love the park it's at, too, Islands of Adventure one of my favorite parks so beautiful oh i was an adventure, in my opinion
1: is the best park in the u.s uh yeah, not so in the cool. world but the best in the u.s yeah. but uh no you're you're in good company i mean many 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 <laughs> people have velocicoasters so the number one um it was my number one from when i first wrote it in 2021 the spring okay. uh until uh october of last year it is now my number two Ooh. um if you love velocicoaster and remember, I asked you earlier about you know if you've been outside the U.S. And you you know rode the mountain coaster in Labadie, which again, yeah. very cool. <laughs> um, you definitely need to get yourself to Fantasio Land.
0: Oh, that place looks so good!
1: Oh, yeah, yes. you definitely need to get there. If you'll love <laughs> Taryn, you'll absolutely love Taryn. Oh, yes. So it's it's and that that is my number one. Uh, uh, and it took it it took a night ride on Terran, which you could only get November December or January only oh, time wow. you can night ride on that ride. Uh, it took a night ride for it to e- edge above and they're close by the way for wow. me Velasco <laughs> and Terran are so close but no that's a that, anyway very cool number one. I, <laughs> King I De Ka is
0: still special to me still yeah, up there yeah. very special but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah just the restraints alone on King De Ka and just the lack of a a real layout i mean it's just a one trick you know kind of thing Whereas for me the way i look at it
0: is um kingdom call is everything i like from start to finish like there's no dull right like from the speed to the brakes it's everything i want intensity speed height everything right so right yeah gotcha that makes a coaster is just so perfect all around so i'm like hey I guess it's number one worthy.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. No, it, it definitely is. There's nothing wrong with that. So on the other end of the spectrum, and I'm not going to even try to guess this one. This one's <laughs> always a much harder one to guess. Um, is what would you say is your least favorite coaster?
0: Okay. So this actually made me think a while because we always have like our top coasters, but I personally never think really, what is the worst coaster I've ridden? I was like, is it a kiddie coaster? Is it a rough wooden coaster? Like, what is it? So I don't even know if this is like, Officially, officially the worst coaster. This is just like one of the first things that came to my mind. It's actually <laughs> Mind Eraser at Six Flags America. The Vakoa Oh yeah, SLC. yeah. So yeah, it's that the worst SLCs. Yep. I was like, ew. So yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but it is getting rethemed the new trains, so we'll give it a shot again.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's supposed to get the best and all that. So hopefully yeah. the new trains. I mean, I personally, I never rode T three but before it, it you know got the best and everything. I thought T three, it's not a favorite coaster or anything, but with the vests, it was fine. Yeah. I didn't have any uncomfortability on it. it. You know, it's not, I'm not getting the head banging. obviously. Uh, yeah. It was fine. So I, I think mine eraser will get better. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, for sure. For sure. Probably can't get much worse. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, <you're> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I know you've been talking about and alluding to it, but why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about your channel, Katie's Coasters?
0: Oh, yeah. So originally... Ever since I was seven years old, I decided to start a YouTube channel. And that channel was called Katie's Cool Creations. And basically I would just share with like everyone toys that I got. I did like crafts. I just did like fun kid Mm -hmm. stuff on there, just things I liked. So I enjoyed doing that like most of my life. And I would like edit the videos. I would film the videos. So you Mm -hmm. can say I was like a little advanced for my age. But like when I fell in love with coasters, I was like, hey. All that stuff is in the past now. I think it is time to convert my channel to a coaster channel. And that is when I said, hey, I already have this Instagram account called Katie's Coasters. Why not link a YouTube channel? So I was like, this is going to be a big jump for me going off of just lifestyle stuff to completely one topic. So I did that last year. And that has been absolutely incredible. I doubled my growth. I have wow. reached monetization and that has been a lifelong dream and goal of mine and I'm still just so thankful for that that is just an awesome goal of mine that I reached um and yeah. just everything yeah. to do with that channel it has been so much fun I've been loving traveling and sharing coasters and it has just been absolutely incredible. I never run out of ideas either with coasters, and I love that. So it's just awesome getting to share my passion on YouTube, too, because I just love content creation with videos and editing and all that. That's awesome. Stuff. That's so awesome. It's been fun. Yeah.
1: So uh, so you, you said last year you reached monetization. So basically when you were like 14? No, actually,
0: 14? this year, actually. This year, Less 15. Of, like two months okay. ago, actually, but oh, I've been nice. working well, for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been working so hard for all my life to get it. And I finally reached the watch hour mark. That was like the hardest thing for me to reach, but we got it. And I'm so thankful for it. So
1: nice. Now, does your dad help you out at all with the, is he in any of your videos or uh, is it...
0: not really? It's pretty much all me. If I have a question, I'll be like, Hey dad, what do I do about this or right? Like that. But yeah, okay. pretty much not anything. <laughs>
1: gotcha. <laughs> um, are you familiar with, um, and you maybe even met up with them or so, so, this trip that you made to Florida, where you, yeah. where Velocicoaster became your number one, when was that, by the way?
0: That was in March. March
1: in this of this year. year. Was yeah. that your first time coming down to Florida to the parks? No, I've or? been
0: there multiple times, but first time okay. visiting the main parks like Universal, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Tampa. But I've been to Disney in Legoland, but that's about it. Okay.
1: So. Um, so Florida, as I'm sure you know, is a hotbed kind of like oh, yeah. Ohio and to some degree California and other places, yeah. but especially I think Florida is one of the top ones, oh, a hotbed okay. of enthusiasts. I mean, I have quite a few yeah. friends that live down here and, and so forth that are enthusiasts <laughs> Uh, did you get to meet up with any enthusiasts and on like, I recent did. trips?
0: yes. I met up with a lot of friends and enthusiasts. It was a great time. Uh, peaceful Thrill Seeker. He actually got drone shots of me on Mako, so that was really cool. Oh, nice. One of my friends, Luke, he's down there. Um, Zach from Theme Park Guy Production. Oh, yeah, Zach Burlow. He's Zach's awesome. He's a friend of yeah. mine. The cool Zooter guy. Loopers, yeah. they're some of the best people in the community. I love them so much. Okay, um, so
1: <laughs> I was wondering... <laughs> So I, mean, I was starting off this kind of part of the discussion, asking, you know, I was saying do you know this channel? And then I kind of started yeah. off this other thing I was going to bring up. And what I was leaning towards here is if you knew of Zooter Loopers, because oh, yes. uh, Brian and James are friends of mine. They're awesome guys. Uh, oh, yeah. We've actually had them on the podcast. I um, saw that, yes. Yeah. And they, it was great interview. Great, great awesome. interview. Really, I really, really had a lot of fun with it. And I've hung out with them <laughs> in the parks. And uh, you just remind me of of Brian, you know. Being, oh you know, being yeah, the we're great one. friends. We talk yeah. about content creation and all the time. We're like, yeah, and they're know. and they're again they <laughs> they they come from a Christian background, yes, and yes. you know, it's a very strong thing like yourself, which is which very is awesome. awesome. Yeah. And but they're very close, you know, you know, you know, father father yeah. sib father child kind of thing, yep. uh, and. The other thing, though, is Brian's passion. Your passion reminds me of his. Oh, yeah. So sure. if you didn't know of them or didn't follow them or <laughs> met them, you should. And so oh, I'm yeah. glad you've gotten to meet them. They're they're awesome people. They're, they're so them, awesome. Yeah, yeah. and, yes. and um, you know Brian is is definitely going to go places. we yeah. We talked a little about um, what he wants to do career wise, and I yeah. one of these I have other friends that live in Florida that I think he needs to connect up with because what they do is what he wants to do. They have a business that I, so I think there's synergies, but they're always traveling I'm trying to make it happen where they can meet up. But hopefully one of these days I'll be able to get them to meet. But anyways, but I love helping people like that where I make connections with people, you know, not even my it's not myself it's I'm just the the matchmaker or whatever yeah but I like making magic happen like you know making <laughs> getting friends together that I know will yeah. get along well and then seeing how awesome how long how well they get along together you know things yeah. that happen from that that have nothing to do with me I just love <laughs> making that happen you know making yeah, positivity happen you know yeah. so and I've done that a bunch of times in my life so and, and including in the community making friends making you know having awesome. friends and stuff. but yeah so anyway so that's one of those things but um yeah I mean as you continue your um your your growth with your channel yeah i'm sure you're probably thinking of this or doing this i encourage you to to network with brian and james because oh, yeah. I, I see a lot of synergy here yeah yeah, yeah. we are great friends yeah. we yeah. just
0: give each other tips and brainstorm together it's so awesome
1: awesome yeah. nice nice very cool very yeah, cool i
0: think we definitely have like the same goal and passion that both of us have so i think that's also great um and very yeah. cool
1: very yeah. cool. Yeah, that that's great. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Because so, if everything
0: works out, I definitely do want to make like this social media and YouTube thing hopefully my career um, in the future. But we'll see how it goes. Right now it's going great, but we'll see how much farther it takes me. But I can see great things happening.
1: Yeah. So I have uh, a number of friends that are either very high level influencers, yeah. you know, based on their Instagram follower count. Uh, and or YouTubers, you know, monetized okay. YouTubers in the community. Uh, and, uh, you know, some of in some cases, in most cases, uh, it's an it's an augmentation of their actual job, you know, of their day job, if you will, yeah. uh, in in. In one particular case, it's uh, someone I'll mention who it is. I'm sure you know who this is. Okay. Uh, he's been able to, and I'm very proud of him. And I was there alongside the journey where he still had his his day job and he hated his day job. He hated <laughs> his boss. He bitched to me all the time about it. Understandably, mind you, a really bad boss. And he was he really trying to 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 turn YouTube. And this is before even Instagram was a big thing okay. for him. He didn't even, I don't think he even thought about the time that Instagram could turn into such a huge thing. <laughs> um and and but basically become monetized and just do his yeah. own thing yeah. and he's been doing it now since about COVID since like 2020 I'm referring to Austin Marzanek from Amusement Insider or the founder oh, of Amusement Insider oh he's so
0: great yes yeah yes.
1: yeah he's a friend of mine he lives you know a few miles away he's awesome yeah um and and he also he was very strategic he also bought behind the thrills when he had enough money to do so back around 2020 oh, 2021 wow. um and so he's got that going too but yeah. his real bread and butter is is his amusement insider his original yeah, yeah. brand you know with instagram a huge following and you know his youtube is his um concept povs that he does on youtube yes. are just incredible they're the best it of the best a great job. yeah yeah he's sure. he's amazing he's very talented and he deserves yeah to have you know be able to to do this that, yeah. to live the dream of you know not oh, having no. data. you know he's, yeah. he's he works hard at it so yeah another you
0: know, major awesome. creator i would like to yeah. give a shout out to. if i'm yeah. okay um i would like to shout out um also known as deep let me rephrase
1: that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He was known as Theme Park Predictions, now known as Keep Riding Coasters. He he is Brandon Stoff. He was on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Brandon's awesome. Yeah, I know Brandon. He is one of the biggest people that helped me grow on my channel. He always looked upon my channel and saw me being a small creator because I always used to just comment on his videos because I'm a huge fan of him I still am we're good friends but like in in my personal opinion I think he makes some of the best coaster and theme park videos out there so if any of you guys listening have never checked out his channel go check him out because he helps me a lot with my growth with my YouTube growth, um, he actually collabs with me in a video about Top Thrill Dragster before we knew it knew what it was, predicting the manufacturer, um, which we um, got wrong. We predicted Intamin, but that's okay. It um, makes sense. Anyway, yep. anyway yep. Uh, he's <laughs> such a great guy. I love his family. Yep. We, we just met up with him at Carowinds, his home park, nice. just a few yep. months ago. But seriously, awesome. he's one of the best people out there. He has a positive outlook as well, and yep. I can't recommend him enough. So. Go check
1: him yep. out, guys. No, Brandon's awesome. Yeah, we had we had him on the yeah. podcast here. It was funny. We have a um, uh, group chat for the for for this podcast here. The yeah. kind of the producers and uh, everyone involved, and and you know, doing this interview today with you. We were yeah. just talking about the fact they're interviewing you, and and yeah. one of the people mentioned that that Brandon Stoff and you are very close, and you know, and we we Brandon Stoff's awesome. So yeah, he's yeah. very talented. So yeah, uh, yeah, I mean they're. I think what's happening with, with the YouTube stuff is cause there's a lot of people on YouTube yes. is, is, you know, people can't watch all of these channels. So this is just like anything else with competition, with companies yes. that compete with each other, you know, Apple and Google or, you know, where else is, is the, the best ones are the ones that are going to survive, exactly. you know, and flourish. And then yeah. and the ones with the positive attitudes and, you know, and, 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 you know, even like, you know, like people like yourself or, um, like Zoodaloopers that are a little bit newer. Yeah. You know, b- with you guys with your positive attitudes, you guys will be likely to be the next generation that are gonna be the bigger ones because yeah. a positive attitude in life is one of life's biggest secrets. Oh, it's it, game and game in game fact, game. yeah, I've mentioned this before in the podcast, but there I don't know if you've heard of this. There's there's a book and there's a movie, and there's actually a sequel movie that was just kind of inspired by the first called The Secret. Okay. And, you know, it's like some big thing. And, you know, it, all the secret is, is have a positive attitude. That's all it is. Yeah, for sure. It's so, it's simple to describe, mm-hmm. but having and maintaining, maintaining is, is a tough one. Oh, yeah. Maintaining a positive attitude is not easy because no. life likes to throw wrenches at you. Oh, for sure. So, and I, it's, mm-hmm. I've won, I've been through a lot in my life, yeah. a lot of hardship, not complaining, mm-hmm. but because of that hardship, I am able to maintain a positive attitude nowadays because I've learned yeah and and that's for a lot of people that's how it goes is until you go through the tough things in life you can't reap the rewards or or have a better life it's kind of seems almost contradictory but that's how it goes but psychology but anyways but yeah so I I I think you're going to go places I I your attitude's awesome uh so (laughs) and and you're you're inspired by great people Brandon you mentioned you know Zooter Looper's you know, I was hoping. You know, I was I was hoping to make one of those connections. I'm like, oh, if she doesn't know Bruce, she's gonna love. And but I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm 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 even more glad that you already knew them and have already been talking mm-hmm. about. So that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, you're you're, my, you're yeah.
0: One of my main goals with this is just to be a positive presence in just this such dark world. This world is like so dark. There's a lot of negativity. And I just want to be my best to share God's light and be a joy to this broken world. Um, And I feel like that's a way I can represent him even better. Um, And just doing it through coasters, a thing that we all love, I just think is so special. So I like being positive, being joyful, being happy, because without that, why do you want to live a boring life? Like, I don't know. just be Right.
1: Alone. Right. Like, exactly. But yeah. And, and I have a friend, uh, actually I need to have him on the podcast. He's got, he's on my list. Um, yeah, a friend of mine, I'm not going to mention who it is. Cause I, I don't okay. know if he'd want his, his, this journey, this part of his mm-hmm. journey to be mentioned, but anyway, he, he's, he's, you know, an influencer on Instagram. He's a part yeah. of the community. And he, he's been a friend of mine for several years now. And he, especially last year, he went through a really tough time. He was depression. Uh, he'd gained weight and he was always negative. And like other mutual friends who would try to help him, we we're like, God man, he's like, he's only so hard to get him to be positive. And that's how it is. And, and he went through an amazing journey, uh, kind of the off season, if you oh, will, yeah. you know, this the this past winter into the beginning of this year. And I just saw him again for the first time. I think it was at Hollywood Nights this year. And then we just hung out a couple of <laughs> weeks ago in California again. And he he lost weight and his attitude now, 180. Wow. absolute 180 he's just transformed himself and he, he got a coach and you know he just he worked on himself he worked really hard he he also had financial issues he was in debt because he'd gone on too many trips and uh, you know that you know which can happen yeah you have to be really careful about that is balancing yes. uh financial stuff because it because this hobby can be expensive it can be yeah you, you know if you really push yourself it can be very expensive uh and i'm really proud of him, the journey he's in. and and that's another reason why i want to have him on the podcast because he i you know i'm sure he'll want to talk about that journey he's very yeah. proud of himself oh, so good. but anyways a lot, a lot of positivity here so yeah so so you know this is a serious topic we're going to talk about next this next question one of our last questions um we've added it here in season three it's a very poignant question uh, and, uh, you know, I think it's interesting, the answers that people have for it. Okay. So, um, the, the question is, uh, we call this the dusty Leister question and it's named after, um, one of the first, uh, fans of Coaster Challenge, one of the first people that David met that Coaster Challenge nice. inspired in a positive way. Uh, and he, uh, is, if he was still alive, he'd be about a year, two years older than you. So right around your age, Um, Uh sadly, he passed away this, this past year Um, Uh and yeah, it's very unfortunate. You know, he passed away well too, way too soon. He was just a Uh teenager, but that happens unfortunately in life Mm -hmm. and um, yeah. And I never met him, unfortunately, but David, we met before we started recording our founder uh, again, he David met Dusty uh, as one of the first people Dust, David met doing coaster challenge, okay. and uh, you know, and Dusty was one of her first guests and all that. And uh, David understandably took Dusty's passing very hard Aww. and very much to heart, and that inspired David to put this question into season three. He Said everyone we interview moving forward is going to answer this question, Aww. and so it's about mortality. And you're obviously a very spiritual person, so I think think your answer to this will be interesting. So the question is, nothing really that surprising, is how would you like your family, your friends, your colleagues to remember you by?
0: I would say just my character, lovingness, kindness, caringness, and obviously my love for God, uh, my personality non-stop hard work and dedication for anything I strive to do in life, no matter what. Um, And my love, of course, for roller coasters, traveling, drag racing, just my adventures that I do and have done, Um, and just being that good, godly girl living for the Lord each and every day in my life and just praising his name above any other thing and just being a joy and light for him while sharing my passion and love for just the things I love. Um, so I definitely want to be remembered for just being that joyful girl, the upbeat, happy, positive um girl that just loves the Lord and wants to praise him. So
1: That's great. That's great. A lot of positivity there. You know, given me just talking to you here for the first time today, I'm certainly going to remember you for Aww. many of those things, the positivity. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I think there's a lot of good stuff there, as I expected. I knew your answer to this question would be very poignant. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah, thank you.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. And so one last opportunity, you have to be poignant. uh, And usually the answers to this question are very poignant. um, (laughs) And this is a question we've had since the beginning of the podcast. It's our last kind of regular question, if you will. And that is... What advice can you give those that are listening? You know, any any final tidbits? You you shared some great advice and some, you know, some interesting things here along the way, but any final pearls of wisdom you'd like to share?
0: Yeah, for sure. I would definitely give advice to any of you guys listening to always pursue your dreams and never give up no matter what. Always have faith and trust in the Lord because if you put your faith in him and let him take control, he, and, he can and will do miracles. Let me rephrase that (laughs) he can and will do miraculous things in your life that you can never even imagine. He's already just changed my life in so many areas and I'm only 15 and I've seen that change and just miracles that have happened. And that is just truly incredible. And if you have a passion in life, whether, whether it be for coasters or anything at all, just chase it and never give up. You will be surprised through your patience and dedication how far you have come like I never thought I would be nearly this big on YouTube I know it's not even that big the numbers don't matter but like seriously I've always had this dream and I never thought I'd be sitting where I am right now and I can't wait to see where the future takes it but for sure always stay positive make sure to smile and never give up doing what you're doing and always have faith and trust in the Lord because like I said he will and can change your life just if you let him so
1: Yes. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about passion. Passion has been kind of a theme here in this interview and understandably, yeah. you and I are both passionate people and yes. um, I've shared this in the podcast before, but just I'll mention it again to share it with you personally. Um, one of my kind of adages that I live by, I am not trying to trick credit or anything. I think perhaps I created this expression. I'd never, I don't think I'd ever heard it before. Okay. Um, but To me, it's not that big of a deal. It's pretty logical what I'm about to say, this adage that I believe in living by, and that is a life without passion is a life not lived.
0: Yeah, I can see that for sure.
1: And and again, I, I, I allude back to... Again, yeah, nothing wrong with watching TV. I like TV shows, and and there's ones I'm you know fan of, and I'm excited to see the new seasons or whatever. Don't yeah. watch a whole lot of TV, not as much as I used to. But you know, the people that just watch TV, I'm sure that no one listening to the podcast, this podcast, just watches TV. It's by nature. This is a coaster enthusiast podcast, theme park yeah. podcast. You know, people get out and do stuff. But you know, yes. I guess, and I like to give advice. You know, this you just gave some advice. I like to give advice, and, and when I think of it in interviews. And the advice I would say here is a little bit different. Anyone that's listening, again, you probably are great. You've got your passion. You love the parks. You probably love the travel that goes along with it, et cetera. But if you have someone in your life, could be another family member, could be a friend, a colleague, whatever it may be, and they just don't seem to have a lot going on in their lives. They just go home and watch TV every night. The example I'm giving could be something else like that maybe try to encourage them. Don't don't get in their face. Don't say, hey, what's wrong with you? Why are you just watching TV? But just try to encourage them to get a hobby. It may not be the same hobby as you. It may not be coasters or parks, but encourage people that don't have passion in their lives to have passion because it just there's so many different reasons why, but it's just, and it's a synergistic thing. There's so many great things that come from having passion in your life. Your passions are a great way to fight things like depression and anxiety, yeah. uh, you know, they, they help you be mindful, they help you be excited and get through tough days. Because let's say you have a rough week at work, but you've got that coaster trip coming up <laughs> at the, on the weekend or next week, you can look forward to that. I always yes. have coaster trips to look forward to. I have cruises to look forward to that, you know, the travel that I do. Yes. And and it's, I, you know, I wake up every day, even if I got stressed with work or whatever, some person in my life, usually I don't, but if I do, I still have all that positive stuff that I can keep focused on too. And that's what passion is partly about. So encourage those in your life that don't to have passion. Anyway, there's a little advice. And I also encourage you you guys to (laughs) just live
0: life to the fullest. Like I always tell my dad and he always tells me we can never do too much things. I always just love living life to the fullest because if you're just sitting home, sitting around, that's just a day wasted in my opinion. So yep. live life to the fullest. That's why I try and get out and do as much things as possible because also you never know what your life can bring, what can happen if you'll still be alive in ten years. Like who knows? Right. Um, I don't want right. to go down that dark path, but at the same time, just live life to the fullest and be thankful for the life you've been given because none of us are guaranteed another day, and I shouldn't. None of us should take another day for granted. So live life to absolutely,
1: us. and each day is a blessing.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: And I, I cannot agree more with that. I, I don't know. I can't pinpoint when this kind of really lit up a light bulb for me, but it, I think it's been something that's gradually been coming into focus for me in the past, I don't know, a few years mm-hmm. is that, you know, certainly right, wrong, or indifferent money. We live in a capitalist society. Money is important. You know, think about our hobby. We got to pay for the parks. we got to pay for the travel. Yeah. Having a good job to fund that or having your YouTube channel fund yes, that, whatever it may sure. be it is important to some degree mm-hmm. but what i've come to realize over the past few years is that time really is our most precious resource oh for sure i i never am bored i always have something going on if i'm not on a trip i'm planning a trip i'm 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 not exaggerating much there at all yeah. and and i'm all i've always got something going on i don't have enough time to do all the things i want to do like yeah. i love video games i rarely get to play video games because i got so much else going on not complaining because all the other things I got going on, I love, but I just have so much going on that I wish I had more time. Time yeah. is such a precious resource. So I agree. Yeah. 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 So we have, this has been a great. I. I this is a great conversation, Katie. I did not <laughs> yes. know. You know, a, a lot of people I interview, I already know. They're friends of mine, or I've met them before. But so this is a little bit more of a of a of a wildcard question mark. And those yeah. can be fun too. And this has been a great conversation. So thank you again for chatting with me today. Thank uh, it's you. been it's very been positive. Right. I love this conversation. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing to do here is I uh, definitely want you to do this because I want you know <laughs> I want to help you grow your channel. Oh, is you. uh, talk about whether it be if you have a website, uh, YouTube, any kind of social media, you know, anything you're doing with your channel or planning, you yeah. can talk about and how people can find you, you know, all, all those different ways.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I'm known on Katie's Coasters all around social media. My two main platforms are Instagram and then obviously my YouTube channel. So both Katie's Coasters. Um, and yeah, I definitely recommend following me, subscribing just to keep up with all my roller coaster and theme park adventures. We have a great, positive time on both those platforms. I also have a Discord server. Not sure if you guys care about Discord, but I just. No, sure. She can show- Yeah, I that's launched fine. that like not like a few weeks ago maybe a week, actually. Yeah, so that's going cool. I'm still learning Discord. But anyways, yeah, I do want to talk about my YouTube channel. Obviously, I spend like probably the most time with my channel. Like even though I might look like I do more on Instagram, more time goes into my YouTube channel than not. I'm telling you, if you're not into YouTube or know much about YouTube, YouTube is a lot of time and work that you don't see. So Um. for me, video editing can take like easily up to five hours per video, maybe even more. It takes me multiple days to make the most perfect video I can make. And for me, I always strive to make the best possible content I can make and try and improve on each video from the last. Because if you don't improve, you're not gonna get anywhere. So I try and do that. And also I do wanna mention, Um, That in the off season, because I know a lot of people are talking about this, what am I going to be doing in the off season as parks will be closed, I probably will be focusing more on like, ride and park reviews as I in the summer don't really have time to do that, because I'm normally vlogging or visiting parks. Um, So definitely in the off season, I want to maybe even do live streams, but I'll be focusing on like maybe predictions. Um, ranking videos, or just reviews on parks and coasters in general, like I said. So, yeah, definitely go subscribe and follow me. That would be very appreciated. Um, And Yeah, I really love what I do, and I can't wait to do even more and take it to the next level.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And yeah, yeah, I encourage everyone that's listening to definitely follow you and check out your channel. Uh, You know, follow your Instagram, you know, great content there, a lot of positivity and quality content. So yeah, you're, you're, again, you're an up and comer and I think you're going to go places. So (laughs) just, uh, just like Brian from Zootolipers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Katie, for for taking the time again—that precious resource yeah. we talked about—to uh, speak with me here today. Taking time away from those five hours of editing and all oh, that. For sure, so no, much, no, worries. so much time. Yeah, no I, I get it to edit videos, but thank you again for for chatting today.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was great. Thank you. Of course
1: if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast if you want to see more of us we upload every friday be sure to like us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube all at coaster challenge links are in the description below thanks for joining us here today